Titus chapter 3, we're going to, I probably should have, you know, you just learn these things as you go, but I probably should have um, <laughs> cut off some of that message this morning and saved for tonight, but anyway, you learn. Um, I don't usually like preaching that long, but but I did this morning. My wife says, uh, you usually don't preach that long, do you? I'm like, thanks. She's trying to hint here, yeah. But no, she was not being negative. She was, she was true. I, I usually don't, but uh, but just the passage, the way it worked. But uh, we're back in Titus, and we're back in chapter three, and we uh, were this morning just talking about what we were before Christ found us. And by the way, you didn't find Christ; Christ found you. Uh, never get those mixed up. Now. Uh, I understand the fact that when I found the Lord, the idea I understand. But truly, God is the one that sought us out. Isn't that pretty awesome? I think that God, the enemies, He's seeking His enemies out to, to save them. <laughs> and He came after us. He came after you, the Holy Spirit, uh, aggressively. Uh, conviction. I'm so thankful for the conviction of the Holy Spirit that it came upon me. I can remember it. And I hope you can too. I appreciate uh, Brother Nate. You mentioned that tonight. Nate didn't even realize I preached a I preached a real strong salvation message this morning on the grace of God and being born again. And uh, there is truly uh, a story that God wants each of us to have. And if you don't have a story, please do not feel ashamed in the sense of condemned and embarrassed. But no, feel the just know the very fact that God wants to give you one. And no one will laugh at that except the devil, and he's a liar, and he knows his destination. Right, Miss Kathy? Is Miss Kathy here? Miss Kathy, she told me, since the devil starts getting on you, Pastor, you tell him where he belongs. That's right. So we see here that we talked about what we were before Christ got a hold of us and, and to help us uh, to prevent a judgmental spirit towards lost people, truly knowing where we came from. And what, what made the difference? It was the kindness and love of God. It was the, the mercy of God. He saved us. He rescued us. Praise the Lord. He, uh, he regenerated us. We were born again. There was a restoration, that renewing of the Holy Spirit. He made us anew. That was shed abundantly upon us. He would, they would given us His Spirit. I'm thankful that the Holy Spirit lives in me now. He's, that's where His home is. Uh, His home is in me. His home is in you. If you know the Lord, Holy Spirit's living in you right now. How often we listen to Him and how often He's comfortable, now that's another thing. It's not always the Holy Spirit's home, but the goal every day is for the Holy Spirit to be at home, for Him to continue to work in our lives and get us to where He needs to be. But then we talked about the blessings, the, uh, what, 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 what change came about, and uh, that was found in verse number 7. We were justified by grace. We were made heirs. We inherited those things. We are joint heirs with Christ Christ is not only, this is just an awesome thought, Christ is not only my Savior, but He's my brother. That's pretty awesome. You think about that. Joint heirs with Christ, the family of God. We are made joint heirs with Him. And we were brought into the family. And we are inheriting the things of God through Him. And how grateful and how wonderful that truly is. Why? Because of the kindness and love of God. 
Not anything I've done, not anything you've done. But then come down to verse 8. That's where we'll be tonight with the few minutes we have. So we see that uh, we have this hope, and it's interesting that Nate mentioned that tonight. We talked about the hope that the Holy Spirit gives us when we trusted Christ, when He found us, and when He saved us. But then, verse 8 is sort of a a statement that Paul is going to give to Titus here to conclude the commandments that he's given from the beginning of the book of chapter 1. Let's read it together. I'll read it out loud here. You can read it silently. Verse 8, this is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, and that in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. Let's pray. Father, I'm grateful, Lord, for your servant tonight, uh, Brother Nate, uh, just sharing his heart. And, uh, Lord, his call to China. Lord, I do pray that in the days ahead that you would bring that support in quickly. And I thank you, Lord, for uh, Miranda and, Lord, her surrender to, to follow her husband and the call of God on their lives together uh, to go to that foreign field. And we are just praying a hedge of protection around them, Lord. Thank you for sending them our way tonight. And then, Lord, as we look back to the book of Titus, we're going to be talking about how we can do things, Father, for your glory. Things that are profitable unto men as born again children of God. And so help us, Lord, in this uh, verse. And, Lord, we'll give you the glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. So we see here that uh, he says... In verse 8, that first of all, this is a faithful saying. What does that mean? Well, there is an emphasis that is put into to, to this word here. This faithful saying carries the idea, look, this is a trustworthy statement. This is something that you can take to the bank. This is something that is, if you hadn't heard anything I've said, which I hope you have, but listen, you need to take a hold of this. This is a trustworthy saying, a faithful saying. Uh, and it says, what, what is the faithful saying? He's saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly. Now, you may wonder why pastor many times tells you the same thing over and over. Well, it's because we can easily forget. Pastor can easily, easily forget. Uh, Paul was telling Titus, you need to remind the church uh, uh, on the island of Crete that you need to let them know constantly of these responsibilities that I've given. You remember back in chapter 1, the responsibility of the leaders, of the of those that have been entrusted with the gospel to proclaim it. Uh, it talked about the responsibility of the different age groups of the church. They constantly affirm those things, remind them of the importance of keeping them. It says affirm constantly. And then it goes on to say here that they which have believed in God, as Brother Nate was just saying, what might be careful to maintain good works. What are we talking about there maintaining good works? I believe that word maintain there is an interesting word. It it carries the idea of not giving up. 
it carries the idea uh, with with maintaining. It's 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 allowing to have a priority in your life and an emphasis without giving up. In other words, the life we're living. Sometimes, let's be honest tonight. We grow weary. We go weary and well doing, as the Word of God says. We can easily get discouraged when we don't see the results we want. Maybe uh, they could get discouraged because of Nero and all the actions and the, the, the atrocities that he's committing and the way things are going for their, their families and, and their island or whatever the case may be. And you can apply it to your life. Maybe there's some things that are just really frustrating to you right now. Situations aren't responding like they should. Well, you know what he says here? Be careful. Be diligent. Be vigilant to maintain good works. Why? The last statement tells us why. Things profitable unto men. Good and profitable. I think I might just go to the pulpit mic here, Brother Zeke, because I think this thing's going dead. There at verse 8, it says at the end of verse 8, Why maintain good works? Why let our work shine to men? And remember the difference now. We're not talking about working for grace. We don't work to produce grace. Grace produces works. Grace changes us. And we should give an emphasis to good works, not to earn grace, but because simply grace is working that out. I think of uh, uh, back in Philippians, hold your place there, back in Philippians, the same idea, if you want to look with me, Philippians chapter 2, Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, again, God is working through us, and look what he says here, he says, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So as we are living for the Lord, God's going to work his will out to us. He's going to work his good works. And what is going to be the, the result that the last phrase is? These things are good and profitable unto men. You know what, church? The truth is we've been trusted with the grace of God. And that's that's been our theme this year. Be faithful. God is told us to be faithful. It is, it, is, it is required in stewards, managers, servants of the Lord to be trusted, to be faithful with the gospel, yes, but with the grace too, the light that He's given us, to being faithful, to maintain good works, to allow God to work through us. You know, I, this is the truth right here. Uh, some people, in fact, I, I believe that this is, well, I'm just going to not say some people, I'm going to say for every Christian, and I'm going to try to say this in a way that I don't cause more confusion than clarity. For every Christian, every Christian, for a lost world, you are going to be the clearest, the clearest testimony of the grace of God. Okay, there, your life and your good works, as we see here, you're maintaining those good works and allowing God to work through you. That is how the world is going to see the grace of God. That's how they're going to understand it. It's because it's going to be shown unto them that there is a difference in the Christian life. There is a change. 
that God makes. And the Bible says it's good and profitable. You know, by Nate and Miranda going to China, you think there are going to be some Chinese that profit from their surrender to the Lord? I'd say yes. In fact, there already has. What's the guy's name you call him? Philip? John. Johnny or? John. That's not his real name, is it? Because the Chinese name can't be that easy, I'm sure. That's his English name, okay. Like, man, that's pretty cool. The Chinese name, that's easy. John. John profited from their obedience. Don't get weary, church. You're not seeing the results you want to see. Be faithful. Let God have His way. And as, as we go back and review the different responsibilities that God has given us from chapter 2 and even coming down through chapter 3, may we realize that these things are going to be good and profitable unto men. Good works. You say, what are good works? Hey, we could be here all night, all week, fill in the blank. I will tell you this. I want to give a challenge to you before we close in prayer here. Something God's been dealing with me about, church, and I don't know how this is going to look for you. I really don't. But I just, 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 I want you to take the challenge. And you may already be doing this, and if you are, great. But those of us that perhaps aren't thinking about it, take the challenge. Seek to do a good work, an unexpected good work to a stranger. God's going to perhaps put you in a position. I don't know how that's going to look. It could just be uh, a kind act, a kind comment, a word. It could, it could be something. I mean, you just fill in the blank. It could be in the workplace. It, it, it doesn't have to be monetary. It could be. But, but the fact of the matter is, I am challenging you, and I hope you'll take this with me. Young people, this is for you too. Seek to do some good work. Why? Because God desires to do that through you. Because that is indeed is what's going to grip the attention of a lost world. They're going to see these type of things, a good work. It's going to grab them. God's going to use that because there has been a change in our life. There has been a change in our life. Can I ask you to pray about that? And I'm going to pray right now that the Lord would help us as a church and as individuals to do some unusual good work towards some stranger. Might end up being a believer. You don't know that. But doing a good work this week in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ because of what God's grace has done to you. Let's pray together.